Moving into boxing right now in the art of combat. It's time to talk about this fight that took place on Saturday. The fight that almost put me to bed. <laughs> I almost went to sleep, bro. I'm not even going to lie. But, you know, I'm a boxing fan. I had to dug it out. And Jimmy G, he, uh, excuse me, Jimmy G, GGG, Triple G, he dugged it out. I mean, I would have rather seen um, Jimmy G in the ring than um, Triple G at this oh, point. No, right? we ain't going there. No more of this YouTube and <laughs> football boxing. No more of you this. Know, you, you know I hate that, man. You know I hate this um, YouTube boxing world. But at this point, um, anything was better than I saw on Saturday. But we got to talk about it. Canelo Alvarez comes out on top over Triple G to end the trilogy should this impact triple g's legacy this loss and you know what it was a typical canelo fight i would say he bought the blitz always throwing lots of power punches and you know when you saw the last fight against bivol bivol was able to negate that with a jab with a strong jab and using every bit of his physical advantage over canelo to stay in the center of the ring and back canelo up and one of the you know, when I watched this fight, I'm, I was very big on this whole war and animosity and, you know, story between Triple G and Canelo. I saw the first, first two fights. I always say Triple G won the first one. I thought Canelo won the second. But it's like, it was of, it was always a battle of who's going to stay in the center of the ring and back the other one up. Triple G, the first one, he backed Canelo up. The second one, Canelo backed Triple G up. And in this one, you know, Canelo had the advantage in the middle of the wing. Now, credit to Triple G. This is the one instance where I give him his credit in this fight because I don't think he should have took this fight at this age. This fight happened way too late. Four years later. Listen, I don't know who to blame for that. I want to blame Canelo. Claire, I'm not. I hate Canelo fans outside of Dino. Dino's the only Canelo fan that I connect with, right? And I'm that's objective. because we go way back. We go. I go way back with, you know, with Dino. So he he's good. But I don't like Canelo fans because he could do anything wrong. He's uh, he done it right in, in Canelo fans' eyes. But I think in this fight, to give credit to Triple G, he never really got backed up to the point where he was on the ropes. Although he was absorbing the punishment from Canelo, he never really got backed up. Now, I thought he could have used that jab a lot more in this fight. Triple G, throughout his industrious career, has one of the best jabs in boxing. And I thought he could have used it a little bit more in this fight to just keep Canelo at bay. He didn't. And that's why he absorbed all the punishment he did. But he took it like a man. He never went down. You know, he never really was extremely hurt. He got staggered a few times. Yeah. But he, he stood there at the age of 40. And um, he went all 12 rounds. And I thought round nine and beyond, he started to get in a little with him. But um, by that time, the fight was already pretty much made. And a lot of people got put to bed. And Canelo Alvarez won this fight. So... Does this fight impact Triple G's legacy? No, I, I I wouldn't say so for me because um this fight didn't happen when it was supposed to. This trilogy, like the trilogy, got to happen right away. All right, cool. You want a tuna fight? Cool. You can get a tuna fight going on and then let it happen. Triple G is out of his prime. Canelo is a different specimen right now at his prime. He's in his prime. Triple G already left his prime. So I don't think that's fair because there's a lot of physical advantages that Canelo Alvarez now has that Triple G. Think about it. The second fight, Canelo looked like the more physically gifted fighter in the second fight four years ago. 
this fight happened four years later. What the hell we think was going to happen when Triple G got older? So, no, I don't think it impacts his legacy. I don't even know why I watched the fight. I had no excitement for the fight like everybody else did. And clear, I wasn't wrong. No, I agree with you, Leo. It's, um, this fight does not impact Triple G's legacy at all. I mean, at the end of the day, the official scorecards say draw, loss, loss to Canelo. But, you know, just being an objective boxing person, we all know it was one GGG, two Canelo. That's how, I mean, second fight, say whatever you want. In my eyes, Canelo two, Triple G one. That's the end of the trilogy. And at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, Triple G, the only real hurdle in his career was Canelo. He's been able to get it done, even past his prime against all these other fighters. He's been able to get it done. The only person he hasn't been able to get it, I guess, done against was Canelo. But, you know, I think he got it done in the first fight. I don't see how the judges gave Canelo, uh, the, I'm that one judge gave Canelo like 10 rounds or something that for that scandal. Um, you know what I'm talking about, Leo. It's, uh, yep. you know, it's just, I don't see how this affects Triple G's legacy. It's just like, the only, you look back on Triple G because, you know, he's, he's old. This fight happened, like you said, four years late. Like, you know, granted, Canelo went out and he did, he started winning belts. He was fighting other champions. And like, he did, he was doing meaningful things in that, that time. But this fight did happen four years too late. Um, I feel like Canelo kind of knew that when he uh, orchestrated the deal because now it's like, hey, Triple G's on the way out. I'm in my prime and, you know, I'm coming off a loss. So I want to fight this guy now that he's older because I just came off a loss. So I got to rebound. I got to get a win before I go fight B-Ball again. And, you know, Triple G is still a name. So he still went out there and he beat a name. He beat Triple G and now it's over. So now he's going to go focus on B-Ball again. But I, to answer the question, yeah, it's, it's no, it doesn't affect Triple G's legacy because Triple G, ultimately, at the end of the day, we're going to remember him as, as an amazing fighter, you know, a knockout artist in his prime. And, uh, you know, we're not going to forget that. The only thing we're just going to look back on is like, hey, just he struggled with Canelo in, his, uh, in the last two fights. Um, that's really all we're going to look at. At least I think that's a objective, fair way to look at it. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how Canelo does against B-Ball in the next fight because um, if he doesn't beat B-Ball, that's going to be... That's going to be a hit on his legacy, if you ask me. You know, uh, you're not gonna, y'all not gonna like to hear what I gotta say. So that's all right. The only legacy that was hurt today was Saul Alvarez, aka Canelo Alvarez. Why the hell are you fighting Triple G four years later? That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. It didn't, it didn't make sense. You know, it, it just you're, you've been ducking Benavidez. He had this whole uh, beautiful speech talking about I don't want to fight Mexican fighters. I am Mexico. Meanwhile, he fought Julio Cesar Chavez Jr., a Mexican fighter. It's just like, what are you talking about? Like, when you're just saying things just so you don't fight Benavidez because you know he's going to climb. He's going to come up. He does everything that tires you out. Now people are questioning Canelo's gas, his tank. What does he have it? Because when he fought um, Bivol, he the tank was missing. It wasn't there. Even in the Triple G fight on Saturday, they were saying that it seemed like the tank is not there. He seems tired, winded. Something is up. Something is wrong. His conditioning is off. It's been like that. I understand you can make Triple the argument. G came back in the last fights. three rounds and won the last three rounds. And you would up. think his um, stamina would be down, him being 40 as the fight go on. Correct. You can make the Sorry, argument. He had four fights, 11 months. That's maybe where the fatigue is at because he's too he's too active of a fighter. You know, being having two for three fights in a in a year is 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 already too active as it is. People say you, you gotta tone it down. Having four fights in eleven months is crazy. You know, it is it's not it's, it's not normal to do that, especially when he's going 
he's not like ending guys out. He's not knocking guys out in the first, second round. He's going round six, round seven, round eight, probably even beyond that. And he has and a he's train going up and wait. He's he's going up and wait and coming back down. He went up to fight B balls and came back lot. down. And now he's got to go back up to fight B ball again. So maybe it's the fatigue. Maybe he's too active. Maybe that's that. You could you could maybe right fine. Like but still, you you can't come come around and, and say these things. Like I just feel like you just every time he talks about not wanting to fight a guy, it just seems it just like why it just seems like it's like, it's like no, you're just trying to. The cop a plea. He doesn't he just yeah, cop and please and not do it. Just don't say anything. I'll, I'll say what the typical boxer says. I'm gonna talk to my team. They pick my fights, and we'll figure out what the best chance I is. Agree. You know, people could just say that. You don't have to say, oh, I, I am Mexico. Uh, like, yeah. I saw an article today. You know, someone said that, right? When someone said that, I'm looking. I'm like, he fought a bunch of Mexico fight Mexican fighters in his career. So what is he talking? Like, that doesn't make sense. You don't say, oh, that's why he doesn't fight Benavidez. He doesn't want to fight Benavidez because we all know it. He's a dangerous fighter. Benavidez is on a climb up. He's going to be a champion in his division one day. The champion in his division one day. <laughs> but I understand if Canelo want to fight him right now. I, I wouldn't want to fight him right now. I get that. You know, you have, but you got to have to fight him eventually because he's on a climb. He wants to avoid until it's a mandatory. You need to fight him. If Canelo wants to do that, easily say, my team makes my fights. When it comes to that point, we'll do whatever is best, yada, yada, yada. It Don't seems to say these things. Like, come on now. It, it seems like it's, it's real, real quickly, Dino, to oh, add yeah. on to Zay, and then you could definitely um jump back in here. I agree with Zay. It seems like it's personal. Remember when Andre came and interrupted this conference? It was like, you know, you're a horrible fighter. You know this and that. No, he's not a horrible fighter. Does he fight horrible opponents? Yeah, because he can't get the fights. But he's not a horrible fighter. He actually has a style that stylistically gave you trouble in Mayweather. You know what I'm saying? When you lost that fight. So if he's a horrible fighter and you lost to Mayweather and his style mirrors Mayweather, then you're a horrible fighter. Translation. So, you know, it's always personal when it comes to Canelo. I even saw the post-game conference or the post-fight conference, excuse me, and a reporter asked him, um, you know, would you fight Benavidez? He got all personal. Shut the interview down. Like, why are we getting personal, bro? And it's just like, that's the thing I hate about Canelo because you out here traveling like a mercenary and you're not even conquering your own division. You got a lot of hungry dogs in here like Charlo, like Benavidez, who, you know, will give you a good fight that fans want to see. So if we fighting Triple G because he's a name and you know you want to uh, fight then why not fight one of these guys who have big followings and who are talented and, and you know get the best of both worlds there so you know i agree with zay when it comes to that and i forgot my other train of thought so dino go right ahead my thing with zay is in terms of uh canelo you know avoiding benavidez unfortunately this is the landscape of boxing across the board at all the weight classes um leo how long have we waited to get spence crawford Listen, man. And we're just getting long it now. time. And you know how many me, people? Knock, you I know how many people? Something. Let me knock on sick. wood. I'm knocking on wood right now. We're getting it in November. Knock on wood because I don't want to jinx it. We're finally getting that. Are we going to get Tank and Ryan Garcia at the end of the year? I don't know. Are we going to get Fury Usyk? Are we going to get Fury Joshua? Are these fights going to happen? Because the big fights in boxing, they only happen until they have to happen and there's no other way which that's what we need to fix in boxing and just like floyd said there's too many belts and the best aren't fighting the best that's why you know i give the ufc credit there's one belt and the best fight the best you know i don't with all the respect to leon edwards i'm not a fan of him 
But you know, he, at the end of the day, he fought Usman. Usman's winning all these fights. Usman's a hell of a fighter. He's a hell of an athlete. And Edwards knocks him out in the fifth round. They're fighting the best. And there's only one belt. Boxing needs to do something similar to that. And if you know what, if you, you don't want to scrap the belts, fine. But the best need to be fighting the best. We're finally getting more with the heavyweight division now. You know, Usyk fighting Joshua, Fury fighting Wilder all these times. And now it seems that we're going to get Fury and Joshua in December. But boxing as a whole needs to change. And we need to get the best fighting the best consistently. So we can really tell, like, like yeah, are these guys scrubs? No, for the most part. And we just want to see the best fighting the best. So something has to change and we can get that to happen because it's just it gets annoying with all these fighters, you know, um, just not fighting the best. You know, I think hopefully um, all this clout that the boxers are getting now with social media and stuff will make those changes to boxing and make it more current day. You know, I think that will make it more like, all right, these guys are, are earning money off social media. They're doing all these different things. How can we change it so that they could consider boxing, of you know, the, not the dying sport? Because it's getting to the point where people are going towards the Jake Paul route to just fight those guys, the celebrities. And they, they, they make way more money because it's about the money at the end of the day. Who wants to, who cares about being a champion when you go make way more money? And over there, people box to make the money. Like they, they don't, they, you know, if people don't, people don't box just to fight because they can fight for free anywhere. They, they, they fight to make the most money. So if, if it's over there with the, with the, um, I forgot, Triller, I think it was called, or the celebrity box and stuff like that. If those guys are making the most money and they're able to make the, the, the most profit over there, they're like, all right, I'll just go over there and make money because clearly, going over here I have to go through hoops and hurdles to get the big fights to get the all these promotions to get money taken out of my bet my money my account because i'm a champion for all these sanctioning fees and all the yada 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 stuff that so, mayweather was talking about you know it's just crazy just thinking about things from a philosophical level as they were speaking so basically i could just randomly become tiktok famous get my cloud up have a couple sparring sessions you know, with nobodies and just be famous enough to fight Canelo in 2026. Like, just think about that. That's the world that we're living in, bro. Somebody mm -hmm. randomly from a, a, a city that, you know, that's just random. And I just gain clout on TikTok. Then I say, oh, I just want to spar today and, and do some sparring. And then five years later, I'm out here fighting Canelo. Like, it, it's crazy. And it's funny because Canelo actually entertained a Jake Paul fight in an interview when was asked, oh, would you ever fight Jake Paul? He didn't have that same energy he has when it comes to Benavidez and some of these other fighters like Andrade as well. It was a whole different tone. So it's like the money is involved. Canelo, Clay, he makes a lot of money. And it's like it's ruining boxing. Like, why did we watch this fight? Like, I don't even know why I watched it. You know what I'm saying? You know, and, and another thing. Is that these other guys And this is the one rare instance where I agree with Canelo In the meantime While you allow Canelo to do all the woman he wants Jumping up and wait You need to fight each other Charlo, mm. Plant, Andre yes. better, yes. You need to fight each yes. other And stop waiting for that lottery ticket Because it may never come But who's Plant? Plant is fighting uh, on the Wilder card Anthony, that's a good fight. Anthony Durrell He's fighting that's, that's a, a good decent, fight. That's a good fight. That's a good fight. I like Stylist. that. I like Plant Durrell as a co-main. I like that a lot. I'm between them. Mm -hmm. This Wilder card is going to be good. I cannot wait. But Benavides already made easy work. Now, clear the, the the styles is a much better fight for Plant than it is Benavides because of the styles. Like, Benavides, I mean, this guy going to walk you down. Like, that's just his mm -hmm. style. But I think that style, you know, could fight a Canelo and beat a Canelo. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Plant, you only could do so much running around. If you can't take the shots... He going to wear you down in the 11th round like he did to get you out of there. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, we got to see these fights happening. I think Charlo 
just looked at Triple G as more liquidated because he still can pack fans and Clay, he coming off a loss. So I can see Charlo trying to get up on that. And it's like, come on, we don't want to see that right now. But I no, not not trying to knock Triple G, but you know, he's 40 years old now. You know, it's like he ain't 33, he ain't 34 no more. You don't, don't want to fight him when he was 33, 34. Now you all want to fight him when he's 40. It's mm-hmm. like not trying to knock him, but G- Triple G still winning fights though when he's 40. So he's still he's still got it. But I, you're right, Lil. You're gonna see a lot of these Charlos and everything trying to go all the way. Nice Triple G and all of that when you can Stadium's fight uh, Benavidez. is going to fill out. Like, we're going to get a good payday. It's like, man, you didn't want the smoke five years ago. It's like, come on now. Th- give Triple G some respect. Like, come on In now. closing, in closing with my take here, and I'm pretty, my night is over, I would say this. You know, I think when you look at this whole rivalry of Triple G and Canelo, the legacy for me is you had a guy in Triple G that was the nemesis of one of the greatest popular boxers of all time in Canelo. Like, that's the legacy. Like, he took Canelo's shots even at an old age, right? He took it on the chin. He delivered shots to Canelo at times that backed him up. Whereas Canelo, not a lot of guys can take his power in shots. Triple G took all that. And, you know, I just wish that in this fight, he kind of was more, you know, um, had that beef and energy more. Like, I thought Triple G, and that happens to fighters at a certain time because now it's not personal. Now it's like I'm at, I'm at the age where it's like 40 years old. You know, everything now is for the, I'm just show, showing love and positivity. Um, Canelo was, you know, talking all that smack and I hate this dude. I don't like this dude. Triple G was trying to be all buddy-buddy. You know, even after in between rounds, you know, trying to shake his hand and like, nah. Like, what happened to the dog in Triple G? I, I felt that it, that dog left. And I think a lot of it has to do with age And a lot has passed in four years And clearly Triple G don't got that dog in him no more But that cannot take away from his industrious career Ladies and gentlemen That wraps up another episode of In The Huddle It was a loaded one It was a packed one and a stacked one And as always I'm looking forward to the next one Fellas it was a good time Thank you for being on Absolutely Peace